0: Welcome back to episode number 52 of The MP Dude. This is Jeff The MP Dude giving nurse practitioners a voice. That is all of our voices, so keep those comments and questions coming. I cannot thank you guys enough. I've seen so many comments coming in in the last, I don't know, three or four days. It's been amazing, and we broke 700 likes on Facebook. I think we were 708 or something like that yesterday, I don't know, last night. And so you guys are just really sharing the show. I, I can't believe it. It's amazing. It's like, a, a, it was like super flat there over Easter weekend, nothing going on for like three or four days, and I'm like, ah, oh, maybe the show's peaked, or I don't know, but man, it just like blasted right through seven. Uh, 700. So that's awesome. Thanks for doing that, guys. Um, And again, I'm not doing this show for any reason except for the collective, to try to get information out there and to try to gain information for myself. So as I'm thinking about topics and how I would approach them, um, I'm putting it out there and Giving people an opportunity to, to chime in, and and I will replay or re, re regroup your comments and repackage them and get them back out to the people, and uh, try to address them as best as I can. And if I can't, then I'm begging you guys to help me. <clears throat> so how do we do that? You email me Jeff at the NP com. You can catch me on the Facebook, uh, my Facebook page at the NP Dude. You can you can tag me. You can uh, personal message me through my page. You can get me through the NP dudes page as well. Um, but there's a ton of ways to get in touch with me. So there's no excuse that you guys can't get, get hold of me. I do reply usually very quickly. Sometimes if I'm trapped in the office and I'm, I'm, I'm back, backed up in, uh, patients, then, uh, you might not hear from me for, you know, 12 hours, but I usually send back a note saying, Oh, but here, I either covered that or I'm going to cover that and stay tuned. Uh, so those, those are, those kind of how the, the, the approach that I have of trying to keep in communication with you guys and if that's not working if you guys have a better way a recommendation I'm all ears so uh whatever makes this easier uh and easier to get in touch with me easier for me to get information back to you I'm I'm game so keep me posted on that too so um what do we want to talk about today there was one that was a while ago and I've been thinking about it and I wasn't sure how to handle it and, and I wasn't sure how to to really discuss it and so I got a comment that came in that wasn't really related to it, but it kind of got me thinking about it. And I'll try to talk about that comment too. But um, what do you, what do you say to somebody, or how do you handle a friend that's a nurse practitioner that is working for a physician or a group that is clearly underutilized and clearly wants to be underutilized. That's their desire. They, they don't want the responsibility of full practice authority. They just don't, they don't, it's not in their interest. They don't want to do it. They, they're happy with being um, in that, that in-between role between an RN and the physician and the provider, and they, they like what they do there, but they're really not being utilized well. And um, I've seen this on Facebook a couple of times where people are like, well, I don't want full practice authority because I don't want that responsibility. I don't want the liability. I don't want all the headache. I don't want to, you know, I want to leave at four o'clock and go home. And then the physicians, they're on call and doing all the other stuff and dealing with all the headaches. And and so usually those people get trashed (laughs) because it's like, why aren't you, you should want full practice authority for our profession. You should want to be. Doing you know practicing at the full the fullest extent of the scope of your your practice through the board of nursing, why would you not want to do that? And they beat beat these people up and and so I, I've I've contemplated back and forth because it is one of those gray areas. It's very personal and it and um, I just find it very frustrating when I see people pushing their will on someone else. I really do. And if anybody ever tries to to um, tell me that I'm trying to push my will on you, I say bull. Because I'm only providing you the opportunity of how I think And this is just my opinion So um, if you don't like my opinion, I'm okay with that Because I might not like yours, and that's okay too And we've talked about opinions before And, and so we're going to have this, this kind of topic come up often with the opinion um, discussion Of like, what, what's the opinion, how, uh, how, do, how should I get so offended over this Or why should I get so offended because it's someone else's opinion You shouldn't, let it go just like the, the the snow song, whatever it was, uh, Frozen, right? Let it go. I'm not gonna sing it to you because I can't sing that good. Anywho, um, so what's my opinion on when somebody is is clearly doesn't want full practice authority? I don't care. <laughs> it's their opinion. Let it go. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's theirs. Now on the other side, it does kind of irk me. I'm not gonna lie. I wish I, I I would hope that they would want full practice authority. I want them to want that. Because so many of us do want to have full practice authority, but we do have to realize that you know we don't have maybe the the level of education that the physicians do. Now we do have a lot of education, and we could do a lot of things, but we still have to know what we are limited to do, what we're not allowed to do, and and um, and I think as long as you keep those lines clear, then full practice authority there should be no reason for that, or you know for you for not having it. So that, that's kind of where I go with that, and I think that um, if you are being offensive to somebody on Facebook because of their opinion, because it irks you so bad, you need to stop Facebook. <laughs> you need to go have a, take a breath, go get away. You're getting too riled up. There's no reason for it. Don't don't get riled up on Facebook. Don't get into Facebook battles. No one wins. You're never gonna. You, everybody entrenches, Nobody's gonna win, and you're just gonna look bad. Don't do it. So wh- why did I get to thinking about this because I had somebody that that uh, sent me a PM and I appreciate the comment and I sent back a comment said thanks for listening I really appreciate your comment um, and there were some good things in there and said some nice things in the comment but there was a criticism of, of me and and I'm usually very good with criticisms but this one I want to I want to verbalize back because I want to I want to explain myself a little bit and I'll I'll tell you what the what the criticism is and why it kind of led me to that discussion about opinions and things like that. The comment said, if you want to be seen as a professional, then you should stop swearing in your podcast. And I said, that's a good point. And I agree, if I wanted to be seen as, you know, the most professional, you know, uptight person out there, yeah, I should probably do that. But the problem is, is that that's not me. (laughs) It's not genuine. That's not who I am. So if I'm called unprofessional because I swear every now and then, so be it. That's your opinion. That's that's your opinion. And I think that's a pretty crappy threshold for professionalism. I really do. Because I've seen some severely professional people that make money, get things done, help people, and then when you close the door they swear like a sailor. <laughs> and so I'm like, eh, whatever. So that's an opinion. But, but I, I think it's um, important for me to let people know, yeah, I do swear, if this is the first show that you, you listen to of mine, every now and then I say a couple bad words. I don't use the big bad words, I just use the mild bad words. And to some, maybe those are the bad words, the big bad ones. I don't know. But to me, they're not. they just it's it's part of the language. It's, my, it's part of who I am and, and here's why I want to be as genuine as possible when I said I'm going to start this podcast and I was talking to some of my buddies and I'm like I'm going to do this thing and they're like well what are you going to do write scripts out or are you going to you know do it that way and I said no there's 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 people that do stuff like that kind of now already and it's overly scripted it's not real yeah they give you good information but it's boring it's not entertaining and I couldn't listen to it. I listened to half of one of the, the one NP lady that's in New York. I listened to half of her show and I'm like, I can't do this. I want to jump off a bridge. It's so friggin' boring. So we, you know, when I was talking to my buddies, I'm like, I, I, what do you think? And we, and we kind of thought about it and, and, and I said, you know what? I'm going to be me. That's, that's the difference. I'm being who I am. And, and I might not be your cup of tea. And I say this all the time. If, if that's what irks you then give me a bad rating on iTunes. Somebody give me a rating on iTunes. I don't care if it's a bad one. Just tell me why. If it's because I swear every now and then, I'm cool with that. That's good. that's a good reason to give me a negative rating. If that's what if that's what what bugs you? I'm cool with it. I'm open source. But here's the problem too. I understand that I'm getting to, getting enough listeners now that, you know, if I start getting people that are not in the nurse practitioner, nursing or in the healthcare world and they say, "Wow, that guy's really unprofessional because he says shit every now and then." Um yeah, I guess I don't care about that person—not <laughs> as a human being, but as their opinion. I don't really care. Yeah, don't listen. You probably weren't going to listen anyways. Um, so I hope that you don't don't stop listening because I, I swear every now and then. But uh, you know, if you guys are really truly offended by that, let me know. Shoot me an email, Jeff at thenpdude.com. Say, Jeff, I, I hate this swearing. I don't think I do it that much. The problem is, is that when I'm driving. I'm paying, half paying attention to the road, and I'm half talking, and honestly, I have, I, I can, I can upload a show and be like, I have no idea what I talked about today. <laughs> I don't know what I said. I'm just, I'm shooting from the hip and talking. So that's part of it too, is that, you know, I'm being me, and if I'm trying to be scripted while I'm driving on backcountry roads going, you know, right now I'm doing 70 because I'm running a little late, uh, probably not the, the smartest choice to have a script on my steering wheel while I'm trying to drive. So I can't really do that. So part of it is just me being me and being genuine. Part of it is just practicality. I, sometimes it just comes out I can't help it. It's who I am. Now, do I say as a, as a matter of professionalism that you should go knock on your patient's door, enter the door and say, hey, how the F are you? No, you don't do that. And I wouldn't ever do that either. And the other thing is, is that I don't use any swear words with anybody I know until they break the seal <laughs> and then i still don't use the big bad ones and i don't use them all the time i use them for emphasis it's part of our language so that's that's the key do i swear all the time i do it a lot but i don't do it all the time and and i, I don't think i do it that bad so anyways I, I i just felt compelled to kind of respond to that and and uh The other comment in there was about bashing physicians, and and I don't think I really bash physicians all that much. My brothers are physicians. I tend to bash people, (laughs) not physicians. I bash bad ideas, in my opinion. So the one issue that was related to was the psych NP that wrote that article, and it was back, I don't even remember what episode it was, but it was a while ago, and it was um, the psych NP that wrote a letter to the editor, And, and I think I said in there, I can't even remember what I said about the guy, I think I called him a dinosaur. Because he was he was acting in an old model of you know not accepting nurse practitioners into practice and and you know the, what we can do to help him and that he wasn't utilizing us and and um, I think I called him an idiot or something because he's not but I called him that because he wasn't being a smart business person not because he was a physician go back and re-listen to that one and I might I might too because I haven't listened to it not a while anyways I think I usually listen to part of them when I go through them I scan through them real fast so I can get the tag words but I don't really listen to them. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't typically bash, I I have a lot of respect for physicians. My brothers are doctors, I I really believe that they do a great job. My brothers are great. Now, when I see a physician that's being a schmuck, I don't have a problem with calling them out on it. But I also, in the same way, with a judge, (laughs) or anybody, a a journalist, I I don't care who you are, if you're being a, a, stupid person, saying stupid things, and being uneducated about what we do, I'll call you out. I don't care who you are. That's an individual thing, not because he's a physician. Go back and re-listen. Please do. Because I honestly think that that was misinterpreted. And I apologize if you misunderstood that, but that's not for me. I re-listen to it, and maybe you'll have a little bit different perspective. And I hope that's how it comes out, because my intent is not to bash physicians. I've got numerous friends that are physicians, and I have no problems with who they are. And they really care about their patients. And two of them happen to be my brothers. So I think that's, I think I, I answered that enough. So anyways, what else do we want to talk about today? Um, well, why, why did that come up with the, the other thing with the, um, I just started thinking about professionalism in general. And um, you know, what's, what's the definition of professionalism? And I think it's very personal. I think uh, by definition, and I'm, I'm shooting from the hip here, profess means to tell people knowledge, like a professor, right? To exude knowledge. So I think being professional, is to exude knowledge and help people um and i also think that you have to you have to fit the expectations of the the public mold you know so if you if you're wearing uh you know pajamas to work and you're you know and your hair is dirty and you you know you're going to be seeing patients that's probably not a professional thing to do because that's not meeting the expectation i don't i don't know if dropping the dropping the S word every now and then defeats the, the, um, professional mold. I don't think it does. That's not in my, that's not my threshold for professionalism. So anyways, that I think we, we talked enough about that, but if you guys have questions or concerns or, or say, you know what, Jeff, I think you are unprofessional on this show. I'm okay with that because this isn't my profession. <laughs> this is me being entertaining in a podcast and trying to give knowledge. It, it's not what I do in the office. So it's a, there's a delineation there. So keep that in mind. This is this is for some entertainment and to gain knowledge. Okay? And hopefully we can coalesce. Now, am I supposed to be the, the um, poster child for professionalism for the nurse practitioner world? Jeez, if I was the guy, we're in worse trouble than I, th- than I thought. Because <laughs> you don't want me to be that guy. I'm just having fun. You know, and if if it happens to be me, then and I have to take that role, then I will. But man, I don't think you guys want me to do that. That's not what we're here for. That's not what I'm here for. I just want us to all behind closed doors have our own, uh, you know, collective thought process on how we handle issues. That's what I want, and uh, have some fun along the way. Anyways, all right. So another one that came up it was a, another contract question. Contracts, 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 contracts. So and the reason I said that is because my first show on contracts, I put three contracts. See what I did there? I added another contracts. So anyways, what was it? It was a issue about somebody that has a non-compete agreement. They work in retail. I'm not going to use names or locations. But it was a pretty excessive distance because it's retail. It was like 150. I don't know. It was a large distance. It wasn't 10 miles. It was a long way away from where you are. And it was a pretty decent duration too. It wasn't the longest I've seen, but it's pretty long. And I don't know what, I honestly, I, I can't remember what state it was in. I don't know if they said. Maybe they didn't say. So I can't even tell what location. But the issue there was um, they don't want to leave their company. They work part-time, but they want to add a second job. And does that non-compete kick in? And I'm like, ooh, that's a good question. We haven't covered that one at all. We haven't even talk, talked about that. And so it really, really, really depends. It would be spelled out in the non-compete provision, that, that paragraph of your contract. That's the appropriate place where it would say if you're allowed to moonlight. That's a moonlighting issue. Now you could have a separate clause in your contract that's a moonlighting clause rather than a non-compete clause. But usually it's jammed in with, with the non-compete because it kind of goes under the same, the same idea. So you really, really have to read your contract. It depends, and I would even. Um, the, the, here's the typical. The typical moonlighting clause says, uh, "No moonlighting shall be performed at all, and um, uh, practitioners shall." How do they usually do it? I'm tired. Practitioner shall uh, seek written approval um, prior to doing it, and it's up to the discretion of the of the company whether you can moonlight okay so if you got a cool supervisor and you go up to him and say hey um here's my contract it says i can do this if you approve it and you know is there a way that i can pick up more hours and they say no we really can't we really like what you do and we want you only two three days a week but that's really all we ever envision you to do then they have no real reason for you to compete or not to compete with and, and go moonlight so what, what do you why would they do that? Well, I don't know. I mean, maybe they—maybe they're just being jerks. But the, oh, the reason for the moonlighting clause is to prevent you from funneling uh, or potentially funneling your clients to another practice. Because oh, well, Jeff's over at X Y Z practice today, and he, I, and I can't go to my normal practice, which is you know A B C practice over here. Uh, because Jeff's not there But I want to see Jeff So I'm going to go to XYZ and switch practices Because he's over there three days a week and not two Or he's there on Fridays Instead of on Tuesdays and Wednesdays So y- you can see where that issue comes up So they might say, you know, we don't want you really moonlighting Not because we don't want you to um, You know, to, to to be mean But just because we don't want to lose our clients Because they, we know they like you we, we know they're going to follow you And if you moonlight, you know 10 doors down the street and they know that you're there on Fridays, then, um, then you're not here they, they, we, we might lose revenue and that's a big deal for us. So we, we don't want you to moonlight, even though we only use you three days a week. So you can see the policy reason from the employer side of it as well. It's not just being, Oh, we don't want you to work. We want you as a, you know, a subordinate and lock you in and all that. It's not usually that it's usually, we don't want to lose our revenue base because we expect you to be awesome. And that's a compliment. I take that as a compliment. Now, if you're going to take a retail job and another retail job, and whatever walks in the door walks in the door, and you're not—you don't have regular clients. I don't see any reason that they would care. But you got to check your contract. It really depends on the contract. And if if your contract is silent on it, then it's silent on it. That means you can moonlight. And if your if your non compete only says at the termination of the uh, contract. Does the does the uh, non-compete kick in? There's, there's always a time frame that's established. When does it start? When does it stop? So the non-compete can stop at the time you sign the contract. You can't compete and go anywhere else. That's one option. And that would be a moonlighting type provision. And then the other thing would be is when... Sorry, I'm driving through an intersection there. Pretty busy. Um... So one would be like the um, starting of the the contract. It would be the moonlighting type provision. And then the other one would be when you get terminated. And that would be more of a a non-compete traditional type thought process in that provision. So you really have to read the contract. And it's all in the words. The devil's in the details of the words. What exactly does the words say? Because there's nothing else to look to to get guidance. That's why contracts are important to get spelled out well at the beginning. Because it's really hard to get people to commit to changing them after you sign them. Unless it's beneficial for both parties, that's that's the that's my take on that. So can you do it? Yes, you can moonlight, but you have to be aware that your um, contract doesn't specifically exclude it. Okay. Um, there was another question in there that was about um, when does it when how long does it last? Does it last forever? All that kind of stuff. Well, I kind of answered that. It's all spelled out based upon the date you sign the contract. That's why you always date your contracts. Don't leave that blank and then let them fill it in later. It's the date you sign the contract or the term that is spelled out in the contract. And usually it's done this way. Usually you date the contract on the top or at the bottom where you sign it. And then it says for a term of one year. Well, it's one year from the date you signed it. But if, say, you don't start in, in for four months because they're credentialing you, then what they would do is they would say, we, we date the contract today and your term for employment or term for your contract will be from... You know, four months from today, whatever that date is, through one year and four months from today. And that would be your one-year contract. So it's specifically spelled out. It should be. If it's not, it's a crappy contract. And it's, you know, it, you, you got to have a term. If there's no term to the contract, that's indentured servitude. I, you, I think you got a pretty good case to say this contract's crap and I'm throwing it away. But you're going to see your lawyer first, and you're going to talk to them about what the rules are in your state, because that may not be the case. They may do uh, some blue pencil type test where they actually will edit in, you know, what is a reasonable term to keep the contract alive. Some some states do that. I think it's a, I think it's a minority, but I think that's there's some out there. So check with a lawyer if that's the case. So anyhow, I think I, I beat up on that, but that was a neat one. I never thought about the, talking about the moonlighting provision. I just thought we, we always talk about the non compete. But the moonlighting provision is a great one to talk about, because a lot of us do that. I did that for a little bit, and my first job didn't have a contract at all. They just hired me as an employee. I was like, "You guys are idiots!" I'm like, "I walk away right now. I can give you one day notice, and you can't do anything about it." That's dumb. Whatever. But that was that was the addiction place, and that ended it anyways because they didn't have any work for me. They didn't they didn't build up their their services before they hired me, and then they realized, "Oh crap, we're paying this guy to sit there and wait for." nursing. It doesn't make any sense. So, anywho, um, moodline was a great question. Keep those types of questions coming. Those are good ones because it was different. I like different stuff. If you haven't heard it on one of my podcasts, then uh, ask. Send me an email. Jeff at TheMPDude.com. P- uh, PM me on Facebook. iTunes, guys. Give me some ratings. I want to see the ratings. Even if you think the swearing's bad, give me a two. I don't care. Tell me it's because I swear, though. I'm okay with that. I'm open source. If you tell me what you think. If you guys, um, I'm, I, people, for all intent and purposes, everybody likes what I'm doing. I, I that was the only real negative I had so far was the swearing. Was one. I had one, but I want to hear from you guys. Maybe you guys are turning off and saying, "Man, Jeff swears too much." I don't. know. I'll try to do better. I guess. I don't know. I still don't want to be disingenuous. So if, if I'm if I'm being genuine about who I am, then I I would hope that you would understand i'm trying to be genuine about the topics that i'm talking about and um some may say well you can do that without saying those words every now and then yeah i know but that's not me <laughs> i want to be me let me be me i just want to be me isn't that a song i think it's a song right it was in a commercial too so um don't forget to share the show guys you guys do great with that 700 and some likes that's amazing we'll hit we'll hit a thousand we'll hit in no time i guarantee it because it's not even may yet not even May. I figure by end of June, for sure we'll hit a thousand likes. We'll then we'll then we'll go for two. We'll keep going. So if you guys have any of those questions, don't forget you can always get in touch with me. I always respond back. It might just take me a little time. So thanks for listening, guys. We will talk soon.